In a world where magic is everywhere, monsters are real, and inhibitions are non-existent, Atlantis is the most coveted destination, and pirates make all the rules. That's right. The Dangerous Tides Kickstarter is live. We're bringing you six brand new books from authors like Katie Robert and C.M. Nascosta. These ultra-spicy fantasy books feature sirens, kidnappings, aliens, disguises, monsters, sex magic, second chances, and so much more that can't be mentioned in polite company. They combine otherworldly adventure with sweeping romance in a way that will keep your heart racing from start to finish. By backing the Kickstarter, you can read these books this month. Of course, we've also got foiled special editions with sprayed edges in hardback and paperback, gorgeous art, and swag, which you'll have in your hands this fall. The Kickstarter will be over in the blink of an eye, so don't miss it. This is the only place you can get these special editions and swag, not to mention getting the ebooks five months earlier than they're available to anyone else. This is your invitation to unlock the secrets of Atlantis. So click the link in the show notes and enter at your own risk. Welcome to Bonkers Romance, the podcast that celebrates daring choices. We are Jenny Nordback, Melody Carlisle, and Katie Robert. And this week, we're talking about movies that could have made more daring choices. That's right, this week, Julie Murphy and Sierra Simone are here to talk about Christmas movies that should have banged. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Yay! We're here. Sierra Simone <laughs> and Julie Murphy. Hello. Hi, guys. Thanks for having us here. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Always. I'm like, they said yes. <laughs> I know. I know. Super stoked. So I just finished a Merry Little Meet Cute. Um, and I just have to say thank you for writing the Christmas book I've always wanted and never gotten before. <laughs> You were just you were just clamoring for one of those like wholesomely filthy Christmas books. So the, the raunch com is the only kind of rom com I just I've learned that I like, and it's I'm so happy that you put a term on it, and it makes mm-hmm. me so happy. <laughs> I'm like yes, more more sexy stuff. Thank I think you. it was like a bookseller at Love Suit Arrow that called it just a book about horny dummies, and I was like, yeah, yeah that's love our it. brand. <laughs> that's I love brand. it. <laughs> that's that yeah it's and especially because like i feel like sometimes the like heat measurements on rom-coms gets it's like it's so spicy and there's like one sex scene and so like i trust y'all well you know (laughs) we 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 talked a lot about this when we were writing it and i think this is like maybe a little deep in the publishing weeds a little bit but i do Mm. think that for rom-coms in particular there's a little bit of a bell curve because Mm -hmm. i think that the rom-com box is a little bit bigger probably than it needs to be because publishers are like this packaging sells. So they put a lot of books that maybe 
aren't I wouldn't put them there. I would call them awesome contemporaries, but they shouldn't be a rom-com, you know? Right, right. Like they're just not super angsty contemporaries. So then they Mm. get put into this kind of rom-com box. And so you do get like a really interesting mix of spice. But then I think you also get readers who are, you know, used to maybe just one sex scene towards the end of a book or something. Mm. So their definition of like, oh my gosh, this is really spicy is very different than mine because I'm like, well, there's only two people and none of them are a priest. So, you know, it's <laughs> right. only like two, two chili peppers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm honestly, like, there's this... no prom. <laughs> <laughs> the spice rating stuff is like one of those things that like socially fascinates me because like I'll see like, like priest and it's like three spice. And I'm like, three. <laughs> I know. You... What is five? Right. That's what I'm like, tell. I, I want those people. I'm like, I want to know what you've been reading that's five because I am fascinated. Yeah. It's just like, I I, I, I know some people get like kind of cranky about it, but I'm like, no, I want to know. I'm so I curious because everybody's and so also give it to me. They... Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the thing, right? Is that if if this is your three, like, yeah. I'm, I'm reading the wrong books. Like, give what am me I doing? your fives then. Yeah. <laughs> truly, truly. <laughs> I wonder if the fives just get to like whack factor. You know what I mean? Like, if, if it's like there are no more humans left in this book and that's why we're at five, five spicy peppers is this what it is i was just about to say that that to me i would immediately think oh that's like a true and always bonkers reader you know (laughs) like they don't consider the mainstream rom-com or whatever like they're just like those books don't exist me give me orc orgies that is what i want (laughs) well and i do think part of it and i cannot prove this this is just me being a creeper on tiktok and being like show me more i'm so curious because that audience is so uniquely itself Mm. I think a good portion of them came from like Sarah J Moss to like Den of Vipers and like once you go Den of Vipers totally if that's your five star there are not many books that get to that level of like bonkersness that you're like of course they were boning with a knife like that makes sense like if if there's no knife (laughs) boning in this book it's not five chili peppers and um I just yeah I live in fascination so like the rom-com one like is very interesting to me because it's very specially like within that bracket even though yeah. rom-com is like some of those books aren't actually calm <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. more absolutely. more rom than calm and julie and i really had to navigate this intentionally because her readers and my readers also have just sort of different baseline chili pepper mm. kind of ratings and so <laughs> like when we were talking about messaging I was sort of like, okay, manage your expectations. Like there's only two people in the bed. So like straight off, like this isn't Thorn Chapel. And Julie had to be like, the two people get in a bed. (laughs) In a bed. I had announced one of our events on like Twitter or something like that. And a school librarian retweeted it. It was a local event. And she was like, teachers this is an excellent opportunity for your students oh no uh, like see me about bus applications and I was like no, no. stop stop <laughs> stop right now do not go any further um I think another oh thing God. that we did too like as we were preparing for this book readers would come up to us and be like okay like what's the spice factor on this and just sort of defining it as like this is how many chili peppers it is for a trad book versus an indie book mm. was yeah. a big a big thing too I think we decided like it was five chili peppers for a trad book, but maybe Definitely. like two and a half, three for an indie book. <laughs> right, yeah, right. I'd say that three and a half, four. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you really came through. 
And I just, I love, I love that you got, you got Trad to publish something about a porn star in general. Um, like that, that just made me really happy on its own. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy to say that we never had any friction really about that. Like, I mean, I think there were a couple editorial discussions about, you know, kind of how we wanted to manage a happily ever after for a sex worker, you know, like that, that is something that requires some navigation because I don't really like the narrative that like sex work and a happily ever after, like these sort of incompatible things. And so Mm -hmm. you have to leave one to continue with the other. And so it helped building a hero like Nolan, who is like, I was in a circus train orgy, like whatever you want to do with the the rest of your life, I'm just here to fully support you. Um, but really, Avon was great from the beginning. I thought that they were going to be like, you can't use those words, like my favorite words. But mm-hmm. they were like, sure, use use the words. And I was like, yay. Yeah. We sold the book on a sample and we ended the sample with like an almost sex scene. And Sierra like pulled out every word in the book just to like make it very clear nice. what to expect from the rest of the book. And <laughs> no, we didn't get anyone who like really batted an eye at it. Yeah, Except for our for a very sweet bisexual normally YA selling agent who was like very blushy <laughs> he was very blushy but he was very, very supportive yeah. yeah that's really cute that's yeah, I, mean, I I think that's really important too of like putting up a goalpost book that's like this can we can have raunch calm like that's a thing that people do want mm-hmm. which hopefully means we get more in the future which is always important to me (laughs) yeah I really hope so because what I have heard this is like you know whispers on the wind so I can't say how much data is behind it but I had heard that publishers have had the sense that readers didn't want higher heat you know that like lower heat was what readers had wanted and I was like this is interesting because I feel like the exact opposite personally and with the readers I talk to Mm -hmm. um and so maybe the the real lesson is there's room for all all kinds of books but hopefully room for there to be like really raunchy kinds of rom-coms yeah most definitely yeah I don't think this is a uh a spoiler, but if you want me to take it out, I certainly can. When we're talking about like HEAs and sex work and everything. Oh, yes. One of the things I enjoyed the most about like the end portion of the book is the really intentional conversation that they had about what like he in particular is covetous of regarding oh, her. Yes. You know, yes. like yeah. I, like it it was wonderful and fascinating for me to see on the page of a a romance novel that has a sex sex worker in it and the hero say i don't i don't i'm not really i don't really care about like you sleeping with other people or doing your job or filming whatever i just don't want you to like you know give your heart to anyone else right that's that's a really it's a really important um distinction that i don't think happens very often Yeah. And I think, I mean, Julie, you you could probably say more about this too, but I think one of the things that we were thinking about as we were writing this is like specificity, like each character, Mm -hmm. each couple or throuple or pairing is going to have what matters to them. And so there are, like, I have written characters where they wouldn't have been covetous of another Mm -hmm. person giving their heart because for them, like love is doubled and tripled as it's yep. passed around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for Nolan, like he sees sex as like a gift to share, but attention is something that he finds value. And so I think that like 
what I love about romance is that we can kind of see all these different sorts of ways that mm. love and desire can pair up in a happily ever after, whether it's having a very porous relationship, very open, mm -hmm. or if parts of it are closed or if, you know, everything is a little bit more traditionally closed. I like kind of writing all those different places. I love that term porous in yeah. regards to this context, because that is such like the perfect, like visual bit for sometimes these like more open relationships. That's amazing. I like, I'm going to use that. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here fun. first folks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm constantly writing down words that Sierra uses to either <laughs> use later or look up later. <laughs> That's a big word. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remember it. Um, and like speaking from an industry standpoint too, we were just, when we were editing that specific scene, we were finding out that we were possibly going to be carried in like Target or Walmart. And so like, we really wanted to deliver on like that, those high heat moments while also finding a way to like relate to like a more massive group of readers. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so it, I didn't feel like a compromise where we landed, like we felt really good and comfortable with that. And we felt like, you know, the masses aren't as stupid as uh, people like to think they are. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and not as closed minded. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And sometimes they just don't know what they like until they read it and they're like, oh, yeah. You just expanded my horizons. Thank I have you. been Welcome. changed this day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that happens to me on on the regular like once a week All the time. I'm like yeah. no way and then I read it and I'm like yes way mm -hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. I am there now. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of like secretly feeding someone their vegetables being like aren't you so horny isn't this great oh yeah but look, your mind is bigger <laughs> <laughs> I love that <laughs> that's perfect okay so this book was billed as a Hallmark Christmas movie but with sex and it got Katie and I thinking like what about putting sex in other Christmas movies <laughs> and uh, I just wrote down a metric fuck ton of titles uh, and I figure we can just go wherever we please with it. But I, I shocked myself because I there were a lot of times where my answer was no, no sex. Don't do that. Don't put that in that movie. I don't need to see it here. <laughs> Shocking. I'm ready. I'm ready for this list. The number one Christmas movie on literally every uh, list I looked at was It's a Wonderful Life. How do we feel? <gasps> oh mary mary <laughs> lasso the moon i i didn't expect to start out as no sex but i'm gonna have to say me no too sex. me I too i don't want it you don't want to see like an angel orgy with clarence like you know like isn't he the old man angel okay or is okay that, what's we his need name? to go back in time for just a moment Please and i need everything. to tell you both that First, Sierra, have you even seen this movie? No. Okay. okay let's start there. So Sierra Simone has not seen any movies that were created before Jurassic Park, except for, uh, what is it, Ferris Bueller? Is that about it? Oh, and, and Tremors, and my Tremors. new favorite oh, movie. Oh, Tremors, Tremors is, is a classic. So classic. Yeah. I was obsessed with Tremors for like three years. It was weird. Of course weird, you were. Weird it's a perfect movie. Yeah. I just watched it a couple years ago and I was like, where's this perfect movie been? <laughs> so I did have to revise. I have this theory that, you know, no good movies were made before Jurassic Park, which I think everyone accepts. And, I divide cinema into BJP and AJP, which is mm. before Jurassic Park after Jurassic Park. But after I saw Tremors, 
Maybe it's more BTAT. Maybe Tremors is actually mm. the benchmark of because Tremors is only a couple years before Jurassic Park. It's like right, early right. '90s, but it's got the '80s stink all over it. Oh, yeah, like, it's yeah. stinky with the '80s. Yeah, and talking about after I saw Tremors. Speaking of polyamorous relationships, mm. I'm convinced that there that is actually a polyamorous relationship between Kevin Bacon his best friend and then yes. whoever the girl is yes love that they're gonna Tracks live forever for together the three of them yeah, yeah. i love that oh hard. anyway yeah. so julie is julie's telling you the story to tell you that i haven't seen very many movies that are that are before jurassic park and mm. it's a wonderful life is one of them that i have not seen I, I am we're doing this and I'm realizing that like I don't really fuck with Christmas movies for the most part so I this know. is gonna be delightful because I'm like I've never seen them all in my life either like it's great um yeah actually there are a lot of movies on this list that I also have not seen but I did watch the trailer of most of them and so that's where I'm getting a lot of my data and everyone oh, awesome. can be fine with that that's um, I, I am fine with it I've also probably seen every movie on this list nice Perfect. have you seen awesome. Holiday Inn speaking of old movies that's Bing Crosby, Marjorie Reynolds, and Fred Astaire. I haven't. And my oh. answer is Thruple or nothing. Thruple. Thruple <laughs> or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Thruple yeah. or bust. Yeah. Didn't we find out that Fred Astaire had been mean to someone on a movie set once? Hasn't yeah. everyone been mean to someone? I, I feel like if they're a celebrity, they are automatically monster until proved otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, which makes me sad to do for certain people. But like, I, at this point, I'm tired of being disappointed. I'd rather be pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except for Keanu Reeves. He, He's he an is an angel. He rises yeah. above. Yeah. 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 Uh, Julie, have you seen Meet Me in St. Louis? I have seen Meet Me in St. Louis. Where do you fall? I just, I mean, I guess, I, I, I guess there could be sex in Meet Me in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something. I'm sorry, everyone. That's a bit of a downer, and that's just that I can't separate the Judy Garland of it all. You know, like she suffered mm-hmm. so much abuse in Hollywood that like I can't see anybody getting her, uh, uh, what is it, a uh, an intimacy coordinator. <laughs> so I, just, no. I don't know. I think that job was created like three years ago so I know yeah 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 absolutely that's also there's an intimacy coordinator in a merry little meet cute and it's fantastic so it's a very small scene but I loved it um there is one and there also is one in the second book who's a much bigger character yeah is this a duology or a trilogy well we are contracted for two books, okay. um, plus a couple of novellas. But for anyone who's read A Merry Little Meet Cute, the hero, he was in a boy band called Ink. And there yeah. are three boy band members. Oh. So there is Nolan, our hero of A Merry Little Meet Cute. He's the bad boy. There's Isaac. He's the heartthrob. And then there's Callum. There's just Callum. He's just Callum. He's oh, the- Callum, he's, bless him. I love he's him. He's the Joey Fatone, yeah. you know? <laughs> He's uh he's remade himself into a Midwest pizza mogul. He owns a chain of pizza restaurants called Slice Slice Baby. And <laughs> oh my god, what Callum a- <laughs> is the hero of our second book. Um, I love it. But we are hoping that we'll be able to write Isaac's book too. So it would be three books, kind of in Christmas Notch total. Mm, I love and it. I, nice. I don't think it gives away too much to say that if you've read the first book, there is a very. Uh, big personality who is also a porn star named uh jack mm-hmm. and he actually decides to take on a career as a uh 
intimacy coordinator in yeah. book two. Oh, that's so. hilarious. I mean, what better intimacy coordinator than a former porn star? Yeah. <laughs> it's been it's been a lot of fun to dive into what intimacy coordinators like what they bring on set like they basically mm-hmm. have these like bug out bags of intimacy coordination tools that are like modesty patches baby wipes like just everything you can possibly imagine oh, wow. so it was a lot of fun to be like okay what would jack have in his kit and then what would he have in his kit that he should not actually probably have breath mints like all your breath stinks (laughs) oh my god i love it um okay then this is a this is a uh serve it up spike it down the holiday with um should have titanic yeah i definitely yeah jack black Black. i was gonna say Jack black deserves the sex scenes i'm sorry He he does Yes, I love absolutely. him so much. <laughs> and he and Kate Winslet's story is my favorite story. Yes. Although would not object to seeing like toxic, unrequited love sex with Kate Winslet and Rufus Sewell. Like would mm, also yeah. watch that. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I wouldn't be mad about it. <laughs> yeah, we can go multiple places, really. Mm-hmm. If we're yeah. if we're opening this door, we may as well open it all the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, the Grinch. <laughs> oh so like like the live action one like the first sure. live action there's only one live action one right I think yeah. there's only like, one live so. action with like what's her face with her like her decollage like uh, listen I'm so. not gonna lie I would be okay with it I would be I, okay I, I'm a yes I'm a yes on the Grinch I'm yes. actually shocked that there isn't like a Grinch smutty romance book out there there is there has, there has to, to be, be right? right there has I'm to be. nearly certain somebody wrote it last year but I don't know if they just spoofed a cover or if they actually wrote it. Uh, okay. Um, but I remember seeing it circulate Twitter and I was like, all right, I, I see you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I'm Googling Grinch romance novel right now. Give me something. <laughs> all right. <laughs> they just um, filed the, the serial numbers off. It's fine. <laughs> how, the, how the Grinch stole my heart. There we go. Oh. Okay. Is it an actual Grinch though? Or is it like Grinch a is a grumpy metaphor dude. for a grumpy I, I mean, guy. Yeah. You, you are asking as though I've actually read the jacket copy for this book. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Message me on Instagram. I'll find out for you. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. I hope this isn't controversial, but die hard. Oh. I feel like we've all accepted this a Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, right? I have not. That's fine. Okay. But yes, there should be there should be more sex in die hard. Yeah. 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 Should... I, you're so close-minded about Die Hard being a Christmas movie, and it's so strange to me because you you're so what? flexible. Otherwise, don't don't shit on my family traditions. Okay? <laughs> Never family <we> values. <laughs> we we actually have a Christmas ornament on our tree that it looks like the inside of an air conditioning duct, and then you look <laughs> in, and then there's a picture of Bruce Willis like crawling like through it. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I, I would like to see Bruce Willis and Alan Rickman character yes, have sex. That is yeah. also oh. the sex I want to see. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're villain, you're my captive now. Yes. That yeah. yeah. a real noise out of Some... my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yeah, that's the only sex I want to see in Die Hard, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. All right. Bridget Jones's diary. I feel like, yeah, right? Like, yeah. everybody? Everybody just in a puppy pile <laughs> yeah i could go i have such a love-hate relationship with that movie yeah same um but i mean there i there's no reason for there not to be sex in bridget jones's diary in fact i think i would actually 
love it more than hate it if there were Mm because then we'd have to like you know see more of bridget jones's body and face up to that dilemma (laughs) right yeah the huge dilemma that they made in that movie god oh that like and at the time like it was so like wow like she's really brave and now it's like she's like a size six yeah <laughs> she's like a size six and also like the whole movie hinges on, hinges on her being self-deprecating which uh-huh. like if if that's like the the crux of your character you're doing it wrong yeah right yeah agreed i agree yeah. all right home alone everyone uh <laughs> okay setting, a, setting aside that it would change the valence of the movie from like a children's movie to like something else absolutely yeah got, gotta throw that out the window the criminals are boyfriends, right? Yes, like, the bigger like partners. boyfriends. Yeah, we never see them with like any other family, or they don't mention significant others. Like they're clearly in a codependent relationship with mm-hmm. each other. So, I mean, I don't know that I need to see it, but I am sure that they get up to a lot of stuff in their van, their crime van. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's a multi-purpose I, van for sure. As far as I'm concerned, all the booby traps just gave them inspiration for later. Like, oh, oh. I'll booby trap you, baby. <laughs> Who doesn't want my, van sex? My kink oh. is slipping on ice until I, I fall yeah. from an ankle. <laughs> <laughs> you want a paint can? I'll give you a paint can. <laughs> oh, no. A tarantula. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Okay. I don't know. Listen, love actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm say gonna yes one. if there's an HEA. That's my answer. Oh, so you don't want to you don't want to see like Kira Knightley and uh, Rick from The Walking Dead. I mean, I definitely want to see that. I mean, I um, want to see it, but like, it's one of those things that like I found incredibly romantic when I first saw the movie at like as a teenager. But now I'm like, oh, you're a terrible friend. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would prefer that to just be another thruple that happens. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that makes. I sense want the to husband me. to walk up and be like, "Really? Yay! Oh yeah. my god! Right. How Get into our you? bed without me." Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> yes, that is what yeah. I want. I do need that in my life. I yeah, think I that, mean, like with sex, the movie either becomes like closer, like the actual movie closer becomes like sad Christmas sex, totally. or it does have to like everyone just has to be like fucking each other by the end. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Give me a lot I, to think about, Julie. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, Same. don't we all want sad indie movie sex for Christmas? I don't know. Just like Emma Thompson, sad <laughs> Joni Mitchell, like playing over the background. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the worst. All right, I have a question for all of you, and that is: Is Nightmare Before Christmas a Christmas movie, or is it a Halloween movie? Oh, it does both. I know. I think, right? It, it does both for me. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Anyway, I think my answer is still no for the sex part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, <laughs> I think if they oh, made... Katie. Oh, you're like, you're, you're hovering <laughs> here. Listen, I'm in the monster realm. I'm like, how how does that work with Jack mm-hmm. Skeleton? Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if that would be too far for me. I'm not sure. I, I don't mean, know. It what might could be we do with her seams? Yeah. Right. There is a Are book that questions? exists that is supposedly like inspired by that, but I think it has necrophilia in it, which I, is a hard boundary for me. Interesting. So yeah. interesting. Um, well, I was curious, the and then I, yeah, I, I was curious about that book, and then I saw that content warning, which I deeply appreciate the person including, and I was like, oh nope, that's not for me. 
So I think that's a no for me. I think it's a, I think it's a no. I think if it was like, if there had been a live action movie with like Chris Sarandon and who's Sally Bonnie Hunt, Mm -hmm. you know, like late, like early nineties, Chris Sarandon Mm -hmm. and you know, they're like proper monsters, not like dead animated things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Maybe. Yeah. I could get on board with that. Yeah. It's it's the dead things that that's a boundary for me. It turns out weird. Learn something yeah. new every day. <laughs> also, also in my no-no corner. See, no, like I, aside from my no-no corner, I really only have one hard limit and that's mm. friends to lovers, but okay. um... <laughs> the only time I like friends to lovers is when it's in a triad with an enemies in there, like yeah. in the mix to make it interesting. Or if someone has been, if one person thinks it's friends to lovers and the un- other person has been suffering for like eight years, cause they're definitely in love with this person. That is okay. <laughs> but true friends to lovers, like you just wake up one day and you're like, Oh, my friend is really pretty. I'm like, ah, why didn't you notice that before? Yeah, okay, here we go. Friends to enemies to lovers. Yes. That's, also that's one I can get behind. Yes. Yeah. Because there's so much like, I know you better than anyone and it, yeah. it, we're not friends anymore, but also I know you. Ugh, yeah. My heart. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. All right. Um, right. I've got The Happiest Season. I know that was a very controversial movie with Julie Kristen saw it. I'm like outing Stewart. Julie as someone who watched that movie. And, and uh, I'm like, nice. you liked it. Listen, I'm the worst. Okay. The the thing is, I will never say no to Kristen Stewart ever. I know. Also, I, I like sad much. movies. And I I get really frustrated by like the idea that like this is our one lesbian Christmas movie. So it has to contain everything we hope and want right. for a lesbian Christmas movie. Like, right. no, I want to see Toxic Lesbian Christmas movie. Like I had fun watching that. I enjoyed I it. I did too, actually. Yeah. I mean oh, good. I know it was controversial, but I like saying that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I just I feel like uh I don't know. With with conversations like that, it's hard because, you know, the issue is that we just need more representation regardless because the queer community isn't a monolith. Whoa, crazy. Like, there are still people who are coming out to their family, but there are definitely people who have, like, you know, been been completely um, okay with themselves since, like, nine, you know, and the family, yeah. too. So, I don't know. It's just, like, a whole... A whole but like, thing. I have not seen this one yet. It's one of those that's in my pocket that like I thought it was a rom com, and then it turns out it wasn't, and then I hadn't divorced my expectations. But Kristen Stewart and Aubrey Plaza, I'm okay I, with that. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yes. Uh, that's what I want in my life, even if it's not canon in the movie. I don't care. It is. <laughs> I in my dare head. say what the movie was missing was sex. Actually, yeah, no? I, I agree. think it would have made the movie so much better. And also, I could just like totally set Hollywood on fire for how like poorly they market movies Mm -hmm. like that's why so many of these movies fail like I can't remember there's just like this great horror movie that came out that they totally it should have been like marketed as like a like a vampire gothic oh the the invitation invitation they're like I didn't realize it was ready or not meets oh crimson peak and I was like if you had told me that I would have been in theaters to see that movie exactly like who is in charge of marketing these movies they just need to be fired Mm -hmm. go become a shepherd or something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) all right so listen uh the rest of the movies on my list are netflix christmas movies because i feel like the people who understand what i want uh are working at netflix they also know how to market this shit so Mm -hmm. um i'm just gonna go through a list if that's okay with y'all 
Yeah. Um, I have to say, I just want to say that the very first Christmas movie I watched was Mm -hmm. a Netflix Christmas movie because Julie and I, um, like many moons ago, realized that we uh, have very similar sleep schedules. And so when we do writing retreats with other authors who are the kind of authors who wake up at like five in the morning and write you know, a, a bunch of words and then they meditate and they walk and they rescue a kitten and they like live these like entire lives before lunch. And then Julie and I wake up at lunchtime and then we crawl out of our room, you know, like teenage boys looking for pop tarts. And it was like a little disheartening to realize that everyone else had already written a bunch of words. And so we started having these like vampire writing retreats where we would sleep in as late as we wanted and then we would stay up really late working nice. uh, and if we got all of our words done we could reward ourselves with movies and the first and time yeah and pie, and pie. except I mean, yeah. this first time it was cookie dough it was literally a tube of cookie dough I saw it in half yes. and with a spoon. but Amazing. Julie was like I want to show you something uh it's a little out of your wheelhouse but it's AJP you know it's after Jurassic Park I think you'll <laughs> like it and so she turned on uh Netflix is the Christmas Prince and this is like the first year it was it was out and I watched it and I was like this is amazing like we can do this we can tell stories with like plot holes and stuff as long as yes. it's fun yeah <laughs> yes we should do that yeah her word document of all her journalism oh my god like, <laughs> that it's, so good. I, it's just it's perfect um I don't know that I need sex though out of it how do you feel do I need sex or would I enjoy the sex in it? Both. Sure. I would be okay with them hooking up. Like okay. I, yeah. I want okay. it as like the DVD bonus scene. Like this yeah. is like <laughs> DVDs. Give me my bonuses, you know? Yes. yes. Oh, like speaking of DVD bonuses, if anyone has the DVD of Love Actually, mm. uh, I recommend as a treat for yourself this holiday season, you watch some of the deleted scenes. Uh, because one of the deleted scenes features, uh, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, Jojen Reed running through the airport, you know, to chase after his like tiny, amazing singer Aww. girlfriend to say goodbye. And in the deleted scenes, they used to have this plot line in the movie that he was actually like a gymnast, like a <laughs> like a gymnastics <gasps> prodigy. And so when he runs through the airport, he actually like handsprings <gasps> and cartwheels through the airport. <laughs> How dare they cut that? How oh dare? There's a part where he does like an uneven bars kind of like routine. Oh my <laughs> and God. The gymnast doing the stunts is probably a good foot and a half taller than the actor <laughs> who Jojen Reed. And so it's just this tiny man like doing handsprings with like a red wig on like through the airport to the music, you know, the da-da. Yeah. Like the music, yeah. I anyway. can't believe they cut that. Oh my Putting god. Yourself, treat yourself this holiday season. <laughs> wow. And then please put it on YouTube or something. For me. <laughs> All right. How about the night before Christmas? Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Is this no the time more. travel one? Time travel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we had- yeah. I, I we had so much fun watching that movie. It I made love that movie. No sense at all. No, and not I, a lick of sense. As we were watching that movie, I was just starting to like explore screenwriting and finding out like there are like minimum amounts of money you have to pay someone for writing a movie, oh. and the fact that like you make as much as like a teacher at least <gasps> to write that movie. Oh, mind blow! I know it's a little <laughs> disappointing, but also <laughs> kind of wonderful. Like, no, yeah. totally, totally. Yeah. 
Yeah, I found it really freeing. Honestly, like times where I've had creative block or I like, am I bad at my job? And then I turn on like, you know, the British news and I see Liz Trust and I'm like, okay, maybe I'm there's, I could be worse at my job. You know, that's <laughs> like, that's how I feel about a night before Christmas where I'm like, you know what? Like I could be worse and it would still be fine. So Absolutely. I should just stop being so hard on myself. Yeah. And uh, I want that crone. I want that crone to have her own subplot in this new night yeah. before Christmas with sex. I want yeah. that phone getting some action. Her eyebrows yeah. alone need some action. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. I've got Love Hard. That is the Nina Dobriv and Jimmy O. Yang, uh, Cyrano de Bergerac one. We did watch that one. I really liked it. And we I, do. yes, I think that there should definitely be sex in there. There should definitely be sex in there. Yeah. God damn yeah. it. I mean, I was relieved that we at least got a kiss because. You know, so often that doesn't even happen, but yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. needs needs some Especially sex. like the like if I remember correctly, they're like staying in his parents' basement. Yeah. And like yeah. that really does it for me. That really gives me like my teenage horny brain. Uh-huh. You like we're at your parents' house in the basement. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Thanks. So much could have happened. Can I just say that you are one of the best people at summoning up the like college mid twenties, like what is a dirty moment like ideas because I'm like I'm so far gone that I'm like well I don't know no one has like a strap on with them or anything but Julie is so good about being like we're in a basement he finger banged me in front of his friends he finger banged me at a movie theater he finger banged me you know in the college library like this is the price of being a YA author and having to like cut it off you know yeah I love it okay all of the princess switches I might uh, have a controversial uh, answer here. Oh, I well, want to see the Vanessas have sex with each other. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Listen, okay. that is the most Sierra Simone answer ever, yep. and I approve. <laughs> is it? Yes. Is it mass? Is it mass? I guess it's not really masturbation because they're not really like all is it Vanessa masturbation? Hudgens. Are, is it incest? Is it like, incest? I, I don't know. What is that? Oh yeah, because yeah. they're are supposed they to be related? cousins. Are they supposed to be like third cousins or something? Oh, that's that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. royalty. That's been not doing even that for just that's fine in Alabama. Like that's just blanket fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, my answer to that is if we're talking the two main character pairing, uh, it's a hard no on the first princess switch, and then I'm into it from there. <laughs> the okay. same people, like they've changed enough from movie one to movie two for you to no, be like, it's different yes. couples. So oh, okay. the first one is um the baker and prince beige pants or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah. And I just yeah, yeah. don't I just don't really need it. Um but the next two I could super get down with. Yeah. Or all the Vanessa Hudgenses together. That's a good answer. Because have, have they like, breached four yet, or is there just three Vanessa Hudgens three. in the most there's recent? Okay. Yeah. And Th- I think this year, sadly, maybe. <laughs> I think we're only getting three Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, no. I think so. Badly. I know. I, I, I think Vanessa so. cut us off. Um, this probably uh, gets into, like, messy consent territory. Mm-hmm. But I do like, like, the farce idea of like you never know which Vanessa you're getting oh, you know what I mean? yeah <laughs> like, uh-huh. like the real uh switch to yeah. birth energy like I like yeah. that I, I read do. a lot I of do. um 
Sweet Valley High yes. as a person. Oh, and they yes. were the twins were constantly like, you have to go on a date with Bruce or Todd or whatever. <laughs> Todd, Tom, and, there's a Todd, there's a Tom. I got them confused all the time because yeah, they both right, dated yeah. Elizabeth. And they're all the same like cardboard yeah. cutout of a boy yeah. anyway. And Amazing. yeah, Bruce was actually the only interesting one. I could remember Bruce because he was like a rich dick. So I could like remember who Bruce was. Um, but uh, yeah, they were always switching and then they would end up kissing the other one's boyfriend and they feel so guilty about it this happened like once every 10 books yeah i only uh, read the thriller sweet valley high ooh. and like some random ones and those ones were wild did you wild. ever read the one where there was another person who looked exactly like them margo mm-hmm. and margo, margo like it yeah she like starts switching with the twins and the twins don't know it (gasps) and because she wants to kill one of them and like slip into their perfect life yes and then they kill margo and then it turns out margo was an identical twin so (laughs) her identical twin nora comes uh to wherever they live and tries to kill them in revenge for killing margo yes yeah this isn't fanfic no, and I also oh. loved the one where they were like car napped by the dude in that cowboy hat who was bad, but like also yeah. kind of good, but yes. not good, but like Jessica was into it. I was also into it. Um, <laughs> and like they were like at one point, I think trapped in like an AI type like virtual reality situation for one book. Oh my like there, there was so much going on in this series. Like I had it no was a real idea. beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. it was like the college like thriller ones were particularly wild. That you're like, what? Oh yeah, and the, there was a college one with a vampire too. Elizabeth yeah. falls in love with like a vampire guy. Yeah. Oh my god. Everyone who didn't so read hard. Sweet Valley High miss out. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, like you can see the fingerprints on my books to this day from like imprinting on the, that series. <laughs> There was one where the, it was like playing house where one of the boyfriends was like staying for the weekend and, and on the front cover he's just like topless in a robe or like in a like with like a towel around his waist Ooh. and my mom was currently going through a religious phase and so I made my own book cover for the book mm-hmm. so I could read it around the house and see <laughs> it. it didn't stay a secret for long. And it was, like, my mom found out and it was really like but daddy i love him energy like i will read this book you cannot stop me <laughs> oh that's so good oh it's perfect uh, okay single all the way that is the um that's the queer the the gay guy who comes back home and he dates a guy in the the home village but really it was the best friend the whole time, you know, I'm going to have to say yes. Yes. And one friends to lovers that did not bother me too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th- yeah. Yeah. I think because it actually gave the promise of the friends to lovers premise, which is that like, you know, each other so well that you almost don't even know when you've started to fall in love with each other mm-hmm. because those lines are so close um and like you know each other so well that like the banter is really fun and you can have hard conversations with each other like I really I really enjoyed that one although I would also want to see sex with the the guy that he dates in the town because he was very cute too yeah yeah he was just in that that movie with Billy oh no Billy on the street yeah that's the one yeah 
I haven't yeah. seen it yet, but I haven't seen it either. I'm very excited about it though. But if they make a gay movie, it's in my head. Yeah. So it doesn't Definitely. matter. I'll see it at some point. Um, I love that movie and I actually want to preserve it as it is, but I also want like a like an unrated version, like a yes. like a NC seventeen mm-hmm. version of it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. give me those deleted scenes. I will say that movie has one of the sexiest not sex moments, which is when he's trying to take pictures of them and they have to breathe out to like mm-hmm. make the like breath fog yes oh it's good yeah you ever thought of that while they were writing the screenplay genius genius so good. It, it gave me a big pitter pat um, yeah gosh that moment yeah and isn't the mom mary from hocus pocus and the dad coach am i thinking maybe yeah mm-hmm. i would Julie. also take that deleted scene Julie is best friends with Kathy Najimy. I'm not best friends with Kathy Najimy, but I do know Kathy Najimy. <gasps> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. She was in Dumplin'. It's a small world. That's right. right. That's well, right. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, kind of related. Uh, I don't know if you've partaken in Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Oh, have I partaken? <laughs> I, when that movie came out, my whole, like we set up like our inflatable movie screen in the backyard, yes. and like the whole family came over, and we just sat there like, "What fuck is happening, Dolly?" I don't. It was. I don't care. It was perfect. It was perfect campy goodness. Yeah. And I will not hear anything else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know what? I don't need sex in it. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm torn. I'm torn because of that young couple. Oh, yeah. The young couple is great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, you know, I'll leave it to you. <laughs> if, if, we, if, 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 if you need sex in it, Melody, we're going to go with sex in it. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Um, let me see. Okay. Operation Christmas Drop is a hard yes right i didn't see that one but based on the poster yes yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. it's um it's bjorn ironside and uh bonnie from that vampire Vampire show that's the one oh my gosh Yeah. yeah i'll take it yeah most definitely what is the movie about uh christmas drop what is it about um it's it's basically about uh the long-standing psyop of the u.s in guam Um, (laughs) (laughs) that's basically what what it is Um, Uh, that tracks uh, (laughs) that was that was the elevator pitch that got it made you know (laughs) yeah plus romance there's also a gecko uh, it's delightful, <laughs> but it does have a very specific point of view. <laughs> okay. Um, Holiday Rush. Oh, what's that oh. one? Okay, I've got to look this one up. Yeah, that's, um, oh, I forget his name. I don't know anybody's name. It's the biggest issue. I, I think, mean, I think yes, but I also can't remember if there's a legit romantic partner in that or not. This looks very family. It is very family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so based on the poster, I'm going to say no sex because there are already five children on the poster. <laughs> so there has been sex. Mm-hmm. So much sex. Yeah. Quite <laughs> At a bit least of it. five times. Pretty yeah. sure there might be a dead mom in this one. Why can't oh, I remember? No. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah a widowed like radio DJ is fired. Dad. 
That's the one. Yeah. yeah Sonequa Martin's in it. And ooh, Sonequa oh, Martin. Yeah. Big crush on Sonequa Martin. I so, couldn't agree more. Yeah, I'm torn. I'm torn. But there are a lot of kids. So it would be tough to extricate that in my mind. I'm telling As you. As it is with most romances. Deleted <laughs> scenes. Movies need epilogues. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, just, I get these like um, English like history magazines like from England's like tourism. They have like a their official like tourist magazine and I get them because that's who I am mm-hmm. and uh, their feature article in one of them that I was reading last night was about Queen Victoria and Prince Albert just being insatiably horny for each other constantly wow. and one of the portraits they use to back this up it's like Victoria and Albert and then like six kids under the age of seven just <gasps> like on the floor like you know <laughs> oh my god yeah like they just could not stop having babies which i find kind of charming it is it is pretty charming but also mildly horrifying yeah yeah i mean not that's not for me i i don't think two was so much Uh uh-huh yeah for i don't don't think uterus haver who's done it too uh there's just no way i just can't but like the fact that it's like oh he just couldn't stay away from her like that's yeah Yeah. i I see what you i see i see Yeah. (laughs) yeah Okay, and then there's that Christmas castle. I actually haven't seen it. But oh. that's Wesley and the Blue Lagoon Lady. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I do want that. Brooke Shields. I do want Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields. Yeah. yeah. Brooke Shields. The Blue yeah. Lagoon Lady. <laughs> <laughs> I saw her go That is a movie once. that I imprinted on hard. Yeah. 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 Um, same. Same. Okay. All right. Yeah, that one was uh that has a sex scene in it, but it's closed door. Oh. So oh, they actually right. yeah, they actually do like get there and then it is it is closed door, but I was like, "Wow." And I think it's because Allie Carter who wrote it uh-huh. loves romance books. I mean, like Allie super mm-hmm. duper loves romance, has been a lifelong romance reader, and so I think she really was like, "We got to give the people what they want." Cool. Which is Blue Lagoon awesome. Lady and Wesley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I that... forget that Allie wrote that. That's amazing. Yes. I actually, I don't know. This is probably fine to share, but I know early on when she was, she had written the script and had been shopping it around. Uh, at some point, someone had read the script and was, you know, really excited about it. And they were like, you know, it's a duke instead of a prince. And they were just blown. Their minds were blown at dukes. <laughs> exist you know and Allie who's read romance her entire life is like yeah dukes you know like it's such <laughs> low-hanging fruit for all of us romance readers we know Amazing. about dukes. but whoever had read this script in Hollywood was like a duke instead of a prince it's so fresh it's so oh, fresh it's so, so fresh f- <laughs> <laughs> oh buddy <laughs> I mean thank you for giving it to me yes so. exactly <laughs> exactly I have to say I thought it was a pretty solid it was a good movie I was kind of going into it expecting night before Christmas and then it ended up being mm. like a really enjoyable movie yeah I have I'm gonna definitely watch it this year I don't know how I missed it when it we really enjoyed out. I remember we really enjoyed the clothing but like we sat down with like beer and pie like ready to just rip yeah in like a very fun friendly way because we love Allie but like you know we were ready for something cheesy and we were like yeah oh this is yeah. really sweet. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right. So I think, oh, there's the holiday, which is maybe not a Christmas oh, movie, but it is a movie that I would have we taken. We did sex watch in. that one, and there is some sex in it, and I would happily take more. Same, oh, happily. 
the guy not. has an Australian accent. Yeah. When, and he's a jerk, like an actual jerk. And he's jerk. a real jerk. I love it. Yeah. I know that's yeah. a controversial opinion. I know a lot of people really like good wow. men and heroes. Yeah. No, love it. Love love him. I like love that energy. I like. I like a variety. Yeah. yeah. I married the good guy. So sometimes I like just reading about or watching a jerk. Mm-hmm. He's a total dick. I married a really good guy who can cosplay being a jerk incredibly well. Like he's very snarky, (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Every once in a while he'll say something pretty cutting and then he's like, oh, wait, that didn't, uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, actually there's two more that I have on my list that I forgot about. It's The Family Stone and Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, I love The Family Stone. I I don't know if I still love it. I've never seen it. Oh, it's like it's it hurts. Yeah, it also makes you laugh. Does it? I would be okay with fucking in that movie. Like I would be okay with. Sex I think there should movie. be fucking in that movie for sure. Yeah. It is definitely like a, a sad feel good movie. Yeah, very sad, but a good cry movie. Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't know it was a to... crying movie. Oh, yeah. It's like a. I actually think not to be all serious for a minute, please. But it's like I think that the holidays are really tough in terms yeah. of grief, and I think that it really handles grief in conversation with the holidays really well absolutely that's yeah it's and it's just like sarah jessica parker being an absolute disaster yeah like in which i appreciate yeah (laughs) nothing against her it's just like seeing her in this in this situation where no one likes her and it's great and luke wilson is a delight he's good people uh yeah yeah, it's a good movie and who doesn't want diane keaton to be their mom you know i mean like be my mom and be my mommy I mean, <laughs> like those trousers, those trousers she wears. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. That white streak in the front that yeah. just yeah. really does it for me. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Coach is in that one too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Anyway, Miracle on 34th Roman? Street. I think I'm going to say no. Yeah. yeah. Isn't the mom divorced? The mom and the lawyer could be. Isn't there? I thought there was a romance. Did I just pretend I there, there was, was a romance all this time? I thought there was, is, but I can't really remember. I think there is. Isn't I don't it the know. mom and the lawyer who represents the Santa? That sounds right. I don't know. I, I used have... to watch it every single Christmas, but I don't remember anything about that movie. So <laughs> I've never seen it. I Craig T. Nelson it at a community theater once, and I'm just forever scarred from that experience. So that's fair. Yeah. I think his name is Why? Craig T. Nelson. I'm sorry. Craig T. Nelson for coach? Yeah, I think, I think like the spirit just overtook me. It Um, is Craig T. Nelson. And I shouted. Dermot Mulroney is in the family stone? Yeah, Dermot Mulroney's. I want to see all those people's sets. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, I'm doing some reading up on Miracle on 34th Street. And the 1994 one, Richard Attenborough plays Santa Claus, Mm. which is interesting. And then uh, Dylan McDermott plays the right the elite 1994 dylan mcdermott Ooh. so it was yeah yeah i i wouldn't say no to it probs okay no one has seen this movie yet obviously because i don't think it does it come out this year you just sent me the trailer sierra the one with david harper in it where he oh plays yeah Santa it Claus. comes out this year yeah it's called, it called violent nights that and it's amazing. basically Ooh. like santa claus is like john wick and so as a gift, her parent, the, the, there's a little girl and her parents give her a walkie talkie 
and they say you can talk directly to Santa Claus on it as like a uh-huh. you know a silly present that parents would give a kid to help them believe in magic until they inevitably rip down all their illusions when they're older but anyway absolutely so they give her the walkie-talkie so she can talk to Santa and then because her family is rich or something uh bad guys like swarm the house and hold the family hostage <gasps> to like steal their money so she gets on the walkie-talkie and she's like Santa and then Santa comes and he's like they're all on my naughty list <laughs> and then he just Oh, the tagline is uh, "Season's Beatings." Yes. Oh my god! Oh my yes. god! I'm so excited, I'm... and it's David Harbour who I <gasps> want to see have sex with everyone, everyone, yeah. all the time, constantly. Uh-huh. Oh, oh my gosh! Amazing! Yes, please, does that come out like this it? Year? Sometimes Hollywood like jumps the shark, and I'm like, yes, this yeah. is what I needed. Like, I don't care that it's absurd and whatever. This is exactly what I need in my life. Thank you. Yeah, and I love that. Really, like seasonal movies give them permission to do that. I yeah. think that's why I love holiday movies is because it's like things that would normally never be greenlit are suddenly greenlit. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. You can you can have the weirdest premises in mm-hmm. Christmas movies and it's and holiday movies in general. Oh my gosh. Are there any movies that you can think of that I did not include? Because I don't, I don't want to leave anybody out. Hmm. You are, you are the Christmas movie expert, Julie. Let's see. I mean, we didn't talk about White Christmas, which is what I watch every year on. Oh yeah. Despite it being problematic, but it's on my list. I want, I want to see sex in White Christmas. Mm -hmm. That dancing sister, man. I know. Oh boy. Add that dancing it, sister did, and i'm glad <laughs> <laughs> i know she, she made me a very Patani. confused like 10 year old watching her kick yeah oh boy <laughs> here we go what is in this movie i just thought it was about like snow and songs <laughs> it's about like a dancing sister um, who, <laughs> okay. who kicks a lot <laughs> and she captures 10 year old hearts everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 Hear me out. Two military guys. I'm so bad at recapping things. Two military guys. I have no idea. In war. It was in a war. They were in a yeah. war. And their leading commander, uh, captain, sergeant, he is like this very like rough around the edges, like very stern guy who has like a secret heart of gold. So that's the setup for it. You know, years later, these two guys have like become entertainers and they're like comedic partners and they go visit their captain and he's invested his whole retirement into like this seat, this inn in Vermont and they get there and it's like the one year that it's so warm in Vermont and there's been no snow and they're like determined to make this like a like an economic win for their heart of gold stern man captain because he and might like so, have to close it or something like yeah, if he doesn't like, make money this year or something there are stakes he's gonna that lose I can't everything remember. and they're gonna like cut off his leg or something at the bank yeah. i don't know but, uh, <laughs> but it's, it's very high stakes and the only way to save it is uh to have a like you know a big Meet like you know comedy special mm-hmm. full of music and as a former theater kid like yes. the only way to save the show is to have oh, a show yes you know? oh yeah, yeah so yeah, it yeah. really really fed me yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and then there are these two sisters I don't remember how they're involved but they do come and they're the perfect uh foil and partners for these two military yeah. men ah, there's a sister comedian. for each of us yeah. Yeah. Came to Vermont. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a good time. So that's my that's my Christmas Eve movie. 
Oh, I love that. I feel like we we didn't get to a Christmas story, which I sort of hate. Yeah. Honestly. I was trying to figure out how I would fit sex in there and I just couldn't do it. And then I forgot to put it on the list. It would be like <laughs> sad marital sex, like the kind of sad marital sex I don't want to think about too hard mm-hmm. as a as mm-hmm. a married person, you know? Yeah. Like in the forties. Yeah. Um <laughs> I did learn that the guy who narrates uh, a Christmas story, you know, like the adult voice that narrates it, is the voice of the Carousel of Progress at Disney World, if anyone has ever ridden the Carousel of Progress. Oh. I was like, why is this voice so familiar while I'm watching these robots be like, it's a great, big, beautiful... Anyway, that's why, if anyone was worried or wondering. Your and- Disney adult is showing. The new <laughs> voice of the Carousel of Progress will be Tom Hanks, which... Oh. Yeah. Wow. That tracks. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He's an American what a, treasure. So what about maybe not the Santa Claus, but there is a Santa Claus too called the Mrs. Claus, where he has to find a Mrs. That's one of the Santa Clauses. Mm-hmm. Is that still Tim Allen? It is Tim Allen. Yeah. yeah. I, don't I know, know that I need to have Tim Allen do things with his penis. I feel literally like literally replace him with anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i just looked up christmas movies and batman mm-hmm. returns came up I, is this a christmas movie am i no. blanking here no, no. <laughs> was it the one with mr freeze did they get confused uh, maybe i don't know <laughs> it's a nipple suit one i'm nearly certain but um but I, yeah hmm. what do we think about like just any given holiday like hallmark movie like, yeah. can you actually see like a Hallmark movie having sex in it? It's it's. Tough. I would love it. I would like, love it. it. Would make me happy most of the time. Sometimes it's weird, but like, or just you know, some deep tongue kisses would be nice. Like, yeah, we could really get that. I mean, the reason why we wrote this book is because we truly did feel like the production quality of some of these movies is like you know a Skinamax. Yeah, and so <laughs> Absolutely. like you could give me some like well choreographed sex you know mm-hmm. absolutely tasteful yeah. yeah some under the lights you know they should Ooh. just re- like you keep saying they should release like a here's the tv version of this movie and here's a mo- version everybody else wants with the sex in it like thank you yeah. and i would buy i would spend money i spend real adult money on that yeah yes yes Definitely. yeah oh yeah would subscribe yeah really uh, turn all our media into porn what Julie, I see one of your favorite movies on here, which is Krampus. Is that oh, the one you liked? I, I haven't do. seen that one yet. I, I do love like Krampus. Krampus my general. favorite movie, which I was uh, going to plug later, but my favorite holiday movie is called Rare Exports. And it's a Finnish movie. Ooh. And it's a horror movie about, like, you know, Santa Claus lore over there. Because um, in, like, you know, in Iceland and like Finland, Santa isn't someone who you necessarily want to visit you. He comes right. to visit you when you've been naughty. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so it's about these like, you know, groups of, exp- this group of explorers who accidentally like under- undercover or uncovers like this tomb of uh, all the Santa Clauses of past. And <gasps> what? It's, it's terrifying and scary and subtitled and <laughs> amazing it's called rare exports rare exports so if you liked krampus i love horror movies 
and the fact that someone blended Christmas and a horror movie, it's like my favorite thing in the world. It's really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds similar or not similar, but same vein as, um, as what was it? Violent Nights? Violent yeah. Nights. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. That's good stuff. <laughs> I just, just treat yourself to the trailer. And if you're not smiling by the end of it, then the movie's not for you. And that's fine. Just but I was on. definitely laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Perfect. Oh my gosh, this was amazing. Um, does anybody have aftercare? Oh yeah. My aftercare is a merry little me cute. Like I'm sorry, Aww. it might seem lazy. It's not though. <laughs> it was so good. I had Thank like you. Yeah, it was so good. And the audiobook is really, really good too. Um, we love we, our narrators. We love the our narrators. Yeah. yeah. Uh Joy Nash has narrated mm-hmm. some of Julie's books before. And so we knew very early on when like in the conversation, like we gotta get Joy. We gotta Ooh. get Joy. So we we hunted Joy down and you know made her made her record it and forced it. it upon her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was so good. Well, thank you. We just mm-hmm. wanted to make a a book that was like the feeling of sitting in bed next to your best friend eating pie and watching a cheesy Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Like we wanted to bottle that feeling and put mm-hmm. it in a book, mm-hmm. <laughs> but also the feeling of like sending your best friend like weird porn links to be like, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at this. Yes, perfect balance. I love yeah. that. Yeah. 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 The latest My... thing in the Jenny, Katie, Melody triumvirate group chat was tentacle porn. So Ooh. there was that. Yeah. Like, like VI, VI, VI. Is that the word I'm looking for? No. VR, like, virtual v- reality. Yeah, virtual VR tentacle porn. Yeah. Yeah. There and are, then, like, my. More my messages pop up on my computers and so like my husband's out shipping stuff and like saw it and he comes in he's like that was kind of intense (laughs) (laughs) I so you might have noticed in the book there is a bar called the dirty snowball and Mm -hmm. I named it that because I was like that's hilarious like that's funny there's a dive bar near my house called the dirty nickel so I was like well this is like close to the dirty nickel and then we were on a retreat with someone and he was like, you cannot, that's gross. Like you can't use that term. And I was like, I, it's not gross to me and I know everything. Uh, so if I haven't <laughs> heard of it, then no one else has heard of it too. So as we're doing copy edits, I'm like, okay, Julie, we got to revisit the dirty snowball because maybe even though I haven't heard of it, lots of people will know what it is. So Julie, I, we're on the phone. And I'm in the car with my husband. <laughs> Julie is on Urban Dictionary going through how many entries list the grossest possible things that a dirty snowball could be. Yes. And she's like, well, it could just be this. And then I kind of repeat that. I'm like, oh, so this could also be a dirty snowball. And then my <laughs> husband next to me goes, no, that's just a snowball. And then <laughs> <laughs> that's when I learned something about my husband. <laughs> Amazing. All these years, and there are still discoveries to be. Isn't made. that isn't that a beautiful thing? Yes. There's still yeah. horizons left. <laughs> Julie, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember if I was going to say anything. That was so great. Um, oh, uh, honestly, my aftercare was totally going to be rare exports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in addition to rare exports, I will say that advent calendars are currently on sale and you should go buy yourself an expensive one Ooh, yeah because no one is going to buy it for you this is what i've learned in my late 30s That's if you true. want a good advent calendar you got to get it yourself yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. i love it and you'll be so happy you did it like so yeah. happy i know 
I kind of have two because they're like joined up for me. Um, but we were on a podcast a few weeks ago and the host told us about a YouTube channel called Alley of Ambience. Mm. And it's basically like um like a scene and then all the sounds that would come with that scene, like a park bench in London while it's raining or a window like overlooking like an autumnal forest while it's raining. And then it's the sounds (laughs) for that scene for like eight hours. So you can put it on and just kind of have it in the background. And then like, if you glance up at your TV, you're looking at like, you know, foggy London town or whatever. Mm. Uh, So I've actually been turning it on while I read and it's been very cozy it's made me feel very cozy because sometimes the like autumn vibes come late to Kansas and so I have to like create my own autumn vibes occasionally um and the book I'm reading right now that I'm halfway through that is just ripping my heart out is called Sensation by Ophelia Martinez Mm -hmm. and it is a single dad unrequited love romance remember my exception to friends to lovers are they suffering for a long time it's pining Pining yeah, the pining. Yeah. Oh my God. There's so much pining. It's mm-hmm. so swoony and gorgeously written. Um, and it's called Sensation by Ophelia Martinez. It's on KU. So if you have KU, you can cool. just binge the whole thing. It's been great. Yay. All right. Wonderful. Ladies, where can they find you online? Oh, Katie, did you have after credit? Oh yeah. Just real quick. Sorry. Um, Paddles yes. by Krampus by Harley LaRoe. It's a yes. short little saucy. Um, what was it called? paddled by krampus mm. i read did she write a demon one yes, uh, or like yes. a succubus one yes. i love that book yeah yes this, this one like leans into like the just absurdity and it's delightful and um and he definitely bondages her to a christmas tree and i'm like yes. of course he does yeah. I'm into it. paddle i um, love the demon one too yeah I'm yeah it that's actually the I think the only Harley LaRoe book. Yep, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I Love found it. it and I was like, okay, I'm into this because like I was searching Krampus before I wrote a Krampus short myself. And uh there needs to be more of it. Mm-hmm. It's having a moment. Krampus is yeah. having a moment right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I got in Love the last it. couple of years, I guess. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right. So where can they find you online? Because they need to. Um, so you can find me on Instagram where Julie does all my posts for me. <laughs> the oh, Sierra Simone beautiful... is my handle. Uh, you can also find me at thesierrasimone.com. And then we have a joint website, julianciera.com, and where we also have a joint newsletter. If you're a newsletter person, you can sign up and we'll just slide straight into your inbox with news. Yay. Yay. And I am pretty much everywhere as and I'm Julie. Um, except for on TikTok, I am and I'm Julie Zero because some teenager <laughs> really wanted to <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's my uh, old AIM screen name. So uh, <laughs> still people come up to me and know that my books say Julie Murphy and still come up to me and call me Andy. Um, so we're here forever. It's fine. <laughs> that's, so, that's very sweet. That's very boomer and it sweet. Is. Like it's like millennial very boomer. boomer. What is that? Yeah, it, it is. It is a very specific millennial boomer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having us. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so excited. This was yeah. so great. And thank you for a merry little meet cute. Yes. Oh, it was so good. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you need more bonkers in your life, you can find it in the Temple of Defiant Joy on our website, which is bonkersromance.com slash temple. We'll be taking a break from releasing new episodes for the month of December so that we can recharge and make 2023 the most bonkers year ever. But you can always catch up on the bonus content that is in the temple. Now go forth and enjoy your next bonkers read. And remember, if in doubt, just make it bang.